Hello again, it's your friendly neighborhood host, J.T. Wheatley, back for another episode of the History Comics Podcast. This time with another edition of the classics, I'll be revisit the uh, classic Ultimate Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley. They launched back in September of 2000 was the launch of what was the, then the ultimate line of the Marvel Universe, in which it was basically a separate line of comic books in which they were retelling all the classics uh, uh, Marvel characters from Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, but in a new, more modern way. And Ultimate Spider-Man was their flagship title, and it started off brilliantly. And this is before Bennis' decompressed storytelling got a little too out of the hand, but it worked very well here. For instance, uh, while it does effectively retell the story of Spider-Man, it actually uh, reconfigures and kind of streamlines things in a very neat way. For instance, the radioactive spider that causes uh, Peter Parker to become Spider-Man was developed by Norman Osborn's Industries, thus you kind of tie Green Goblin and Spider-Man's origins Gary in a cool way. And also, he doesn't even put on the costume until issue number three. So they actually he, he take, Bendis takes his time developing the Peter Parker story, whereas you go back and where you read that Amazing Fantasy, a lot of stuff happens real fast. I mean, Amazing Fantasy number 15, brilliant comic book, landmark, but the uh, modern-day storytelling, this one, it's, it, it takes its time, does more character development, and uh, if you can, uh, this course is matched by uh, Mark Bagley's gorgeous art. He remains to this day one of the best uh, artists on Spider-Man in general, one of the best comic pencilers around, and the way he's able to just turn out his work is just brilliant. He's, just, he's a true workhorse. And uh, the best collection of all is to get the original 13 issues, which he's the or- Spearbark's first origin, his first battle with the Green Goblin, and also taking on the Kingpin and starting to learn how to be a crime fighter as, um, as he becomes to be. And yeah, it's a great thing. There's a few twists and turns to make it a more original uh, take on the Spider-Man storyline. And of course, kind of timely, I got to this classic, because it does... Ultimate Spider-Man does ultimately lead into, though it takes a while because this sh- series lasted 2011, but you finally do meet Miles Morales, who is, of course, the star of the fantastic Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse movies, which are just true classics, best Spider-Man movies and the best comic movie ever made. Highly recommended. But if you want to kind of get, uh, well, kind of a long game to get to where you got started from, check out Ultimate Spider-Man, the original collection, because those are true classics. gotta talk yeah thunder talk we're going all kinds of sideways with that sweet nerd junk woke nerd junk it's topical political dare i say radical we've got all your latest news and reviews hot music and a whole lot of comedy but it ain't for kids definitely mature content so let's talk let's talk thunder talk thunder talk is a proud member of the eso network and now it is June 8th, 2023, time for the favorite comic of the week, Batman number 136 by Chip Zdarsky and Balan Ortega, which is a nice follow-up as Batman kind of takes a breather after going through both the battle with Failsafe and then his journey through the alternate uh, dimension as he catches up with his uh, family and friends and has a fairly heartbreaking conversation with Catwoman about everything that's happened since then. Chazarki really does a great job just showing that, well, Bruce Wayne, Batman, he's got some issues after going through, after everything he's been through, and he doesn't handle it well, and he's kind of making a larger theme that perhaps the worst enemy of Batman is Batman himself, and all the things he's done to set up against him, and it shows that he, him holding back and not being able to fully emotionally connect after his uh, recent travails doesn't help him. Like I said, that uh, conversation he has with Selena Kyle, Batman is, uh, Catwoman is uh, heartbreaking, and uh, yeah. Because they both kind of have these revelations about each other. And, sh- and honestly, Batman's kind of never looked weaker as a character. He's just 
and not in a good way because you could tell he's hurting. He's trying to get himself back together, which is sad because his family's really rallying behind him in a great way, and it shows how Bruce Wayne has really, re- in many ways, he's rebuilt his family, and now he's worried about to lose it again. And it's very interesting to see where this goes. And Ortega's art is matched perfectly, especially with dealing with the emotions, like the, just the looks of both Selena and Bruce's faces when they had that conversation. Also, the looks of the rest of his family members, they're just, they're just worried about him. It's like, they, they even go, it's funny, even that's a nice point, too. Like, at one point, Barbara Gordon Oracle goes, you should be resting. But then he goes, oh, yeah, I remember who I'm talking to. Which is this great character moment. like they understand who he is, but they still try to help him out. And uh, yeah, kind of an exciting uh, setup for whatever uh, story arc he's, he's going with next. As uh, as after these two epic uh, stories here, it's, this is a more of a quiet issue, but a very powerful one. So yeah, that's my favorite comic of the week, uh, Batman number one thirty six. And with that, we'll conclude this uh, edition of the classics. Join me again next week for uh, likely another edition. And until then, go ahead and enjoy some good comic book. If you can, check out those Ultimate Spider Mans because they were great classic comic books, and they did lead us to Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs>